What's up, y'all? And welcome to another episode of Worldly Church Girl. It's your host, Lillian Harshaw. We got a banger of a guest. He is a singer. He's a co-writer. He was under the Def Jam label with the group Dozel Soul, which actually featured on the Nutty Professor album. He has co-written for acts such as Kelly Price. He worked with the great Russell Simmons. He's also shared the stage with acts such as Chase, Foxy Brown, and Mary J. Blige. There is cussing on today's show. So if you have sensitive ears, I'm going to tell you, turn the show off. But if you can go to the movies or rent a movie at the house and it got cuss words in it and you cool with it, you should be cool with this too. I'm just saying. Don't be extra for no doggone reason. So anywho, let me introduce my guest, my friend from way back when, Demetrius Daniels. Why you going to LA? Um, a couple of reasons. My cousin Damon is out in California. I want to go hang with him. Mm-hmm. Then my boy Earl, Earl Coleman, his birthday is at the end. Oh, this is not business. This is pleasure. No, no, no. It's a lot of business. A lot of pleasure. It's just a lot of pleasure happening around the same time. I need to go out there and try to take care of some business. Some music stuff I want to go out there and mess with. Wait a minute. You are going back? Not going back. Just, well, going back to what I miss. I miss a big piece of me, man. I miss music. I'm getting my toes back in the water after, Jesus, it seems like 20 years, 15 years. Because believe it or not, yesterday I was messing with my um, Spotify account and I was downloading some music on there so I can get in the mode for my book. I came across y'all song on Spotify. Yeah. Damn. I was like, I have not heard that song in a flip. Well, since the last time I teased you about it. Yeah. <laughs> Sent you the DL video. I still can't believe okay. You told me about how um you was in another place when you was doing that video. I <laughs> uh, mean highly intoxicated? Yes, yes, I, I was. said another place. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, yeah. But in the video it just looked like you're trying to be all extra deep and intense, but no. Nah, my mind was on other things. It was just a lot of lights and cameras and people looking at you and you looking at the people and yeah. Oh yeah. Did they pick that for you? Um, they had suggestions and we had our own suggestions. It was uh I I'll shoot, I'll never forget that, man. Dude came in and was like, All right, so how do you guys wanna do it? And honestly, we all had ideas, but they didn't we gonna do it this way. Okay. What's the point of y'all asking me what I wanna do? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So we did get to choose um, some of our suit, and there was a lot in that process that got cut away because there was a part where we all had on like these leather, like NASCAR race race jackets. I think back in the days, it was you know like those leather jackets, and you had the sponsors on the jackets, like okay, uh, like for real race five hundred. Yeah, yeah, but they were flocked. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like I was, it was it was just different. You know, that whole process was an experience. It was cool. It was cool. What about when you was on BET? BET was one of those great experiences because you got to meet 
you know, you got to meet uh, uh, Donnie and all of them on the BET show. You know, you grow up watching all of that and seeing people on it, and you're like, oh my God. Then you get there. Mm-hmm. It's almost like looking behind the scenes of, of, you know, looking behind the curtain of Oz and all of that. It's a trip. I know that's a horrible analogy, but it was just a good experience, man. You know, we up there. I ain't never been a dancer, but you know. <laughs> I ain't going to even say nothing. It's okay. <laughs> the world knows. And I'm not ashamed. <laughs> Wad was always. I stay in my lane. Stay in my lane. Yeah, I stay in my lane. Let me harmonize. But, uh, <laughs> no, but it was, it was a good experience too, man. It was great. Um, Jesus, what was I like? 18, 19. Dang, was yeah. you that young? I think so. Yeah, I think I was in your twenties, like maybe twenty one, twenty two. No, I was a cheerins. A cheerins. These kids today, though, the way that the technology has moved forward with like people being able to stream their music, you don't necessarily have to go through a label anymore at all. Write your stuff, get with a nice producer, produce it yourself if you're nice record it next thing you know you can stream it on titles stream it on spotify you can Spot- stream it on soundcloud YouTube. soundcloud yeah but with enough streams you pretty much are the master of your own destiny now the one thing that's taken taken over now that i'm paying attention to is streaming services are not paying these artists enough these artists are losing so much of their intellectual property uh with streaming whereas before the record label was just, I mean, the whole industry breakdown has changed. That whole economy has changed. Let me see here. So, so you almost got to get like, what is it? A thousand streams, 25,000 streams, something like that to make up 35 cents or a dollar 35. Are you serious? So something like that I heard the other day. I may be way wrong, but it's that sounds about right to me. You have to get an exorbitant amount of streams to make a dollar or so. A lot of these artists, I mean, you're the master on your own destiny. You just got to grind. You got to do live shows. I think it's worth it, though, honestly, to a degree. I mean, it's, it's a little more lopsided, but I think it's worth it because you really are in control. So you really want to get back into it, huh? So, I, I mean, I mean, uh, like, not uh, not just be featured. In the background. You, you in don't want to be the forefront guy, ever. I never wanted to be the forefront guy. Billy, I never, ever, I never was about fame. I just wanted to make a little bread and take care of my family, take care of my kids. Oh, here's my thought process about fame. Mm-hmm. And actually, I heard Kevin Hart say it, and it was something on the lines of, uh, you want to be successful. Success. And fame, it just happens to be it's a part attached of it. to it. So yep. no one really should want to be famous, but you should want to be successful. You want to be successful. I don't want fame. But I want success. If anything, I wanted to go somewhere and just be left alone. How'd, you get, in the, how'd you get in the group anyway? I met this kid named, uh, well, not Matt, because I was in high school with this kid named Nate Adams and his brother Jerry Charleston. I met Jerry through Nate walking 52nd Keystone, something like that. And uh, these kids that came back from New York, they just drove back saying that they had a group, needed a couple of lead singers. Nate knew me from Bra Ripple. Kind of just all went from there, to tell you the truth. Hooked up with the, they already had a manager, put us all together, and we started piecing together the group. Stacy McCracken, Greg Tishner, 
Anthony Bush and Jerry and myself made up the group. Initially, it was some other kids in there, uh, but we switched out a few people and got those guys in. Start working with this guy named William Ward, producer out of Indianapolis. Billy was tight. So put together a little showcase, and I think we did our first showcase at Faces, Faces Nightclub back in the day. But um, did the showcase there, and that created a buzz. I think we signed our first record deal with Mercury Records. Signed our first deal with those guys, and something happened that we was like, nah. And Russell Simmons flew us up to New York and put together a little showcase up there. And I think that showcase was just to see what everybody else's opinion of us would be. Mm-hmm. And so went up there and did that showcase. And that all of that was just fun to me. It wasn't even, I felt no pressure. I wasn't worried about nothing. It was just, all right, come on, guys, let's, let's just have some fun. We got, you know, we're going to do what we do. And it happened just like that. You know, you practice all these songs, little dance moves. I could not dance a lick. <clears throat> but we went up there, sang, and um, ended up getting that deal. Next thing you know, I think it was a few weeks. Because we flew up, had our studio session, audition session, if you would. I think it was a little, a little showcase. Did that for all these folks. There were so many people there, too, man. And then a few weeks after that, doing our show... <laughs> We had a house in New York, started working on a record, and I was away from my family and everything in Indianapolis. So we started working on music up there. In the process of all of that, I wish I'd have been more focused on what we were doing. I mean, don't get me wrong, but it was, doing, it was like going through the motions of it and not really present for it, if that makes sense. Deal with things I was dealing with. I'm making coffee, by the way. I, I know, and, and all the noise is going to be in this, but you know what? It'll be all right. It'll be all right. It'll be all right. But no, um, man, it was a trip because I was just talking to Greg about this yesterday, one of the guys we used to sing with. And it was a trip how, he, what was he saying? He was like, man, we were dealing with a lot to be so young. I said, dude, we were dealing with a lot. Kids up there back in the day with no real internet. <clears throat> no real. We're lucky I could Google and find out anything. Absolutely. We just, just had to find out. We just had to find out. We were dealing with stuff. Not to say it was a bad experience. Not at all. It was great. I mean, because I met so many people. Made a lot of uh, good connections with folks. I started making family outside of my family. And then you walked away. Uh. (laughs) Or did you run away? Not run. Walk. Um, power walk you power you know? walked away yeah i was like i'm cool now it wasn't the music you was cool from it was the bs that was attached to it the life yeah that life yeah I was you know of, what you know uh, i was gonna ask you do you so, think our church bringing influence to, 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 to make you walk away like that i think so yeah yeah because you have programming <laughs> programming of the church world it stays with you. I mean, that's not a bad thing. No, not a bad thing. If you but, can uh, piece the good part of that, not the man-made uh-oh. part of it. Well, see, in the back then, at what, 1920? Shit, I'm still trying to figure out the bad and good pieces and parts and the real and the fake. I'm trying to piece all that together. 
to be able to um, ascertain what's right and wrong, what's real and not. Uh, I just really went with my feelings, my gut. And I don't know, man. Like I said, I, I didn't go into that music stuff looking for fame and all of that. I didn't care nothing about that. But I wasn't comfortable anymore. And I kind of just wanted to be left alone to deal with my own stuff. Did they try to stop you? Mm, not really. Not really stop. More like, what you doing and why? And it was um, kind of cool on all of this. I don't know. I feel like I kind of just came back home, got a job, and started wanting to do something simpler. Because, <sighs> how can I say this? I felt like my life up until that point had been a whole bunch of fake. I got tired of trying to figure out what was real and fake anymore. Because um, I just got tired of that. So I came home, just got a job, and started working. I figured I'd just give me a steady check, take care of the two kids I had at the time, pay my child support, give me some lights and bills in my house, and, you know, just start doing something simple. I let my Damn, I can't even call it my dreams. That part of my life just melt away. And got caught up in going to work, take care of my kids, going to work, take care of my kids. When you realize you missed it? When I start feeling like there was a hole in my chest, that was probably, <sighs> Jesus, that was probably five years ago. Dang. When I realized, damn, I miss music. I miss being around it. Because that was, that was a passion for music. Music was like my identity. Well, Wait, shoot, you were surrounded by it. I mean, your mama and your daddy, yeah, it was gospel, but it was, but yeah, it was music. still, it was still music. I mean, yeah. heck, they darn near bred y'all like the new mini <laughs> Jackson 5, not <laughs> Jackson 3. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, that's true. You're right. So being away from all of that and then growing up with church and all of that, man, yeah. I don't know, Billy. I kind of want to say it's like self-inflicted wounds because I, I stepped away from all of that myself trying to find peace. I was no, wait a minute. Back up. Stepped away from what? You talking about the music, peace. church, or music, everything? Church, everything. All of it, yep. Okay. See, when I say church, music, music, church, music was my church there after a while. Just trying to find peace, man. Uh, get my head right. Jesus, man. A lot of self-inflicted words there. You know, hell, I remember being young. Ratchet. Hell, I remember being old. You was not ratchet. I wasn't ratchet, Billy. No, you uh, weren't ratchet. I, I think I picked up some ratchet qualities just trying to survive, you know? <laughs> you I have ratchet through. tendencies. I don't know, man. That 42nd and Post Road, East, East, East Side Indianapolis life, it's different from anywhere yeah. else in the world. And coming out of the church? Yeah. Coming out of the church? Yeah. You've been exposed to some of that? Oh, yeah. Shit. You yeah, know church. what? You know what we used to crack me up at church is when I would see y'all get on the altar and Terry, and I'd be sitting there like, I ain't ready to do all that. <laughs> Seems so extra, didn't it? No, yeah. no, it wasn't that. I'm not knocking tearing at all. I'm all for okay. it. But I'm talking right. about me being a teenager and watching my teenage friends go up there and tearing. 
What was it? You I, weren't ready to give it to God. You I was wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't. Yeah. Cause mama used to fuss at me and be like, you need to get your behind the church. I'm like, I know, but I ain't ready. Yeah, Cause you still had some of that. I still, I wasn't doing anything. It wasn't like I was drinking. Uh-huh. I wasn't smoking. I wasn't doing drugs, but I liked the club and I liked the dance. Yeah. Cause I was good at TNT. You wanted to get up. I was at TNT. I was at other one. Oh God! Cowboys was it Cowboys? Yeah, I think it was Cowboys, and it was another sport. Anytime they had something downtown at the Marat or St. Ah, Peter Flavor, yeah. I mean, Flavor, Flavor was was yeah. It was all about finding me something at the square, wow. and yeah. then being at the, <laughs> that's all. That was my life, and I and Mama's like, "What's yeah. the big deal?" I'm like, "Mama is just, I'm good at it." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, so, yeah." But yeah, she just was not understanding that. And it was just the the time gap, though, because your mom's in there, like our parents, they was different for them, man. Like by the time we start coming up, just like now with us and our kids, it's different for the, our kids than it was for us back then. You know what I mean? But you I'm know, like, but then mom would be like, "Yeah, we used to do this dance called the dog," and I'm like, "Wait, what?" And it's funny because the girls are like, "Why you be talking about us twerking and stuff?" And da 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 da. But what was y'all doing? I said, well, the difference between the way we was dancing and the way y'all was dancing, we could actually have a partner. Yeah. Y'all are all free for all, unless it's a grind section. But at least we had partners and we had groups. Y'all ain't even really got groups anymore. You you know what? Being a church kid and going to the club for the first time, it's like... Different. It's like uh, somebody trying... I I don't know... (laughs) reference but somebody trying heroin for the first time your mind is blown yeah, no that's that's a pretty close reference actually yeah your mind gets blown you're like what the world you hear and all these you want more and you want more how they would tell you ain't nothing out there in the world y'all ain't being yeah. y'all you, but you ain't being ain't nothing out there in the world yes it is it's the world so got much everything they got everything and all now, shapes, sizes colors it, tastes anything <laughs> for your palate it's just up to you to pick and choose the good what part of it and the bad part yeah. of it. I will say from the summer '89 to '92 was like my funnest youth moments. Yeah, I can see that. '89, okay, so '89, Jesus, Billy, I think I was was I 12, 13? That was about 12. I was 12 or 13 because I'll never forget. <clears throat> I got jumped. I was over at Hillside, and I was down there playing uh, with my buddy Kevin Weathers. That punk-ass nigga left me. <laughs> <laughs> we was down there shooting ball at the park, right? And, you know, my, my tall ass, I was always tall and shit. So these older kids thought I was about that. They must have thought I was about their age. Because these niggas, was, if I was 12, these niggas was like 17, 19, 20-year-old kids. for? Cause I was down at the park, nigga ran up on me. Hey, nigga, where you from? Right up the hill, over the hillside, right up on Twenty Fifth Street, right. Mm-hmm. You know, this nigga ran up on me. Where you from, nigga? Next thing you know, Kevin done rode off on his bike, left me. That's <laughs> <laughs> surrounded by a gang of motherfuckers, right? I got hit upside the head with a radio, and all I remember was swinging, just swinging, just swinging. And then I heard this one other nigga say, "If I knew this nigga's name, I would call it." But God bless him. Nigga ran up on him and said, hey, man, no, 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 get up, get up, Demetrius. Because I think he went to 37 with me. He was an older kid. 
Blue 37. He ran up for me. He said, Oh, no, get off that little nigga, man. Get off that little nigga. <laughs> he said, and he looked at me. He said, Oh, damn, man. D, D, man, get on your bike, man. Go on, go back home, man. Go on, ride up back home, man. I said, Fuck y'all niggas. I was mad for my fucking. <laughs> I just remember being shitty in a bitch, man. I was like, yeah, fuck y'all niggas, man. And the one that looks was like, man, this is a little dude. This is a little dude. I was 12. I'll never forget this, man. Jeff, because I got back to the crib, and, and Mother Daniels was like, oh. She's like, boy, you, what happened? I said, I fell down the hill. I just fell down the hill. I ain't want to tell her that I just got my ass kicked. <laughs> I said, I fell down the hill. I ain't want to ride on them niggas. Well, Jeff came. Jeff had got off work. And he seen me. He was like, man, man what the? I said, man, these niggas down in Washington Park, man. I, I, I. Jeff, I love that nigga for this forever. This nigga, Jeff. You know, Jeff used to wear them suspenders and the little ties and shit, little church yeah. boy get up, right? Yeah. But he yeah. just got work. This nigga went into the back of the truck, grabbed a crowbar, and we grabbed a ride because he ain't had no heat on him. We rode all up and through them motherfucking apartments and through Washington Park looking for these niggas, man. Never found them. And I'm glad we didn't. I really am. I'm so glad. Well, I'm sorry that your 89 was not like my 89. (laughs) Hey, no, you know what, though? That 89 kind of like woke me up to the world like, oh, shit, this is what they do out here. Because, you know, we had that church protective fight. that I literally been knowing you your whole life? Yeah, Billy. My whole entire yeah, ain't that some oh. shit? <laughs> it's rare. It's rare to still have and maintain these types of connections after all of these years. You know, a lot. How many people can say that? How many people can say that with fondness? How many people can say that with a smile on their face? Happy about that, right? Some people say that and feel some kind of way. Shit, there's so, there's so much that I wish I'd have picked up on and knew from like. 89 to now, if I could go back and just have some of the knowledge that I believe I've ascertained up until this point, grabbed hold of up until this point. If I can go back in time and remember things to come or whatever. Situations, yeah. I yeah. swear, there'd be people like, I wouldn't even wave that. Just look at it and be like, oh, I know. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. let me turn around. Yeah, nope, nope, there's some dudes that I wouldn't even said hello to, spoke oh, back to, smiled I, at, nothing. Yeah. Just, just just ran. Just ran. Certain certain, certain chicks I probably would have just kept it moving with, too. Mm-hmm. Hey, but you know what? I'm sure there's some there's some folks that could say the same about me. Sure, you know, you know, some you, people that say that about me, but I'm and I'm yeah, fine with that. I'm good with that. Yeah, I'm good with that. You're a hero in some folks' stories and the villains in some others. So, so what's it like? What's it like having kids of your own now? And, 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 and you know, you, you, you've gone through some things and you try to protect them from going through it, but they stubborn about it. They're like, you don't know nothing, mama. You don't know. It's frustrating as heck because I can't even say nothing because it's like, I did the same thing to mom and daddy. I remember telling them, like, you just don't understand and you just uh-huh. don't know. And especially because, you know, Mama's a Sunday school teacher slash secretary slash announcement reader. Daddy's the deacon uh, slash, you know, pimp. he was not a pimp. Historian, <laughs> historian, <laughs> videotaping, you know. Videographer. Yeah, yeah, he was that dude of the church. And, he was you know, too, and, and here I, I come. Yeah, and I pull up, you know, in my biker shorts. Trying to go to the club. 
Oh my God. That was that first iteration of biker shorts too. When it first yes, hit the it world. Was. Yes. Oh, I was around for, thank you God for letting me be around for that. Cause you I'll know, never forget the times. I was mm. in that era and daddy making me run. Before there was the yoga house. pants. Before there was yeah. yoga pants. Before there was, was leggings. Before yes, leggings Jesus. and all that. It was like the for real spandex. Mm. Girl, that was God. That, I mean, life's changed after that time frame. When that hit, uh, what? Yeah. What? He yeah. was looking at the world differently. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I remember I was washing the car and I had some on, and Daddy came outside. If you don't get in this house with that, I was like, what? Yeah, you know why? Because your daddy seen all that onion that them neighbors was looking at. He was like, what the heck, girl? Get your put a blanket on it. Put a blanket <laughs> on it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like what? Oh, and man. Billy, I'm sorry. Y'all was, Jesus, y'all was a little older than me, but for y'all to be some little girls, y'all was some grown-ass women walking around the world. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. You was in the middle of it. You was I, in the forest I trying didn't to find see No, nah, because first of all, you got to remember that I was not in that whole clique because... I don't understand what you mean when you say cliques. What clique what? I went in the, the, the cute girl clique. The... The light skin. Oh yeah, okay. So, click. I was yeah, not in that yeah, click. I remember that little that light skin, dark skin bullshit. Yeah, was, I wasn't in that. You when know, niggas, was when day. niggas was not that melatonin, melanin drip shit. Yeah, yeah it was all about yeah. apple and vanity and the the oh, barge shit. girls. It was that. That's, that wasn't true of all of us. Some of us seen that wonderful, beautiful, dark-skinned motherfucker that was beautiful as fuck. A lot of us seen that. See, that was that's a, that's another thing that's got our society all fucked up in the head. That whole light-skinned, dark-skinned. Nigga, we all black shit. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately. See, being, being Social media doesn't, I mean, media doesn't help either because they will put yeah. a light-skinned woman well, nope. in a starring role before they put a dark-skinned sister in one. And shit, when they put a... When the, I, I, okay, go back and look at some of them pictures from the 90s of some of the celebrities and shit. You'll see this chick, like, her, the makeup on her face is, like, lightening up her face, but then her mm -hmm. neck down is dark as fuck. It's like, well, why put that fucking shit on your face to make you look like... Just be yourself. You know, just be... You know, I don't... But here's the thing. Do you, did she do that, or did the magazine people do that? <sighs> See, that's the thing. Though. I'm pretty sure it was the magazine folks that was doing it. Yeah. So this is a thing that was put into our heads, into uh, into our heads to do shit like that. Uh, lighten your skin up and shit. Da -da 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 -da. All that bullshit, man. That's crazy. That was that was something that was going on with you, though. Nah, it was proof in it. Because if we went out, now if I went out with my cousin Michelle, because she was light-skinned, petite, tiny, long hair, dudes went to her first. It was just automatic. They would go to her first, and then like the buddy come to me by default. I I seen it all the time, and if I was with Raynell, it was the same thing. Dudes would go to her first, and then they would come to me default. Yeah, I had a lot of guy friends, and they would come and talk <clears throat> to me, blah 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 blah. So it looked like I was getting that attention, but I really wasn't. They looked at me as a homegirl. That you know the chick that could really see, dance, and and I was cool, but then that's that's as far as it went. That's crazy because see, okay, and maybe I'm saying this out of hindsight because I, I I remember running to some chase who's that light skinned motherfucker who you know red bone motherfucker, and they believed so many guys then got in their head and told them they just that in the third that they believe that shit. 
The same could be said though about light skinned niggas though, because you know how oh, you I thought know. a lot of motherfuckers thought that I was walking around like I'm some pretty boy motherfucker. Man, I never. I was. I would say it all the time. Just another nigga. No, just, you never came across me like that. But that ain't never been me. I ain't the never, only thing that I ever I never understood that was it looked like you enjoyed going in front of the church singing, and it looked nigga. Like it, oh I, that's God. the only we we talked about this before. We talked about it, this. It yeah, looked man. like it wasn't them that was making you sing all the time. It was like it was something you wanted to do all the time. No, no, especially you know, God because be my me. peer group. Because my peer group. I would always catch shit. And I hate it. <laughs> I hate going up and doing all of that mess because I would catch shit. Like <laughs> what you just said. And that was not me. Hell, I wanted like, to go if play. Says God be with you one more. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, that's you saying that. But imagine me being up here having to sing the shit all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one got to do it. Do you know that? But there was a time in my life where I was high every day, all the time. Like, I would have got you high, your mama high, anybody (laughs) would have Because I'm going to smoke a joint. I'm about to get high. I did not smoke. Oh, confession. I have not. I did not smoke my first joint until I was married to John. Okay, so... Was it, it was John's fault? In my thirties, it was because he was, it's you know, 30s. he had the supply. <laughs> I wish I'd have known y'all there because I would have been coming over there getting high with y'all. For real. But but it was like months, months and months before I actually did it. And I remember the day because we got into an argument, and I left the house. Just get, get away some from space. Yeah. yeah. So I went to the gas station, got some papers, and came back and was like, "Let's smoke." Oh and he's shit! Like, and he's like, "Are you serious?" I'm like, "Is that for real?" Yeah, I'm like, let's, let's, "Pretty much." Like, I was like, "Let's let's just smoke." I never forget. I sat there and analyzed my house about why I painted it purple <laughs> because my ex husband did not like the color purple. And oh. I was like, if I paint this, I said, I painted this house purple just to make sure he would never come back. I just realized what I did. <laughs> and, he, and that's exactly what he did. He fell out. Oh my God. Now that's funny. That's some yeah. funny ass shit. You oh, subliminally, you yeah. subconscious. Yeah. I was Okay, so he don't like purple, lavender. <laughs> I, got, I got like great yeah. furniture. Like, oh, that damn. Print, like the uh, it was some bad furniture though, and some uh, straight you, you, crowd his ass. The, the TV show Friends, that purple wall color. I did the walls like that, and Billy, you know what? That's crazy because I swear to God, I'm thinking about painting this wall right here, either royal blue or purple. You should was, do it. Hey, good morning, son. What's up? He's out of school, so I, just, I know. I let him ride, but but I do yeah. too. I'm like, what you gotta do? Where you going? Enjoy yourself. Enjoy your summer, because when when you get to be an adult, it's over. Oh God, it's over. It's, it's a over. wrap. It's over. Adulting <laughs> is adulting. It, it sounds fun and it looks fun in. until you actually have to do some adult stuff. I feel like I've been adulting Billy since at least seventeen. 
at least at least 17. 16's when it started, but 17 for sure. And that sucked. That's what I was talking to my nephew about. You still at your parents' house. Mm-hmm. Get your parents' house and stack bread, man. If I'd have had an opportunity to do that when I was your age, oh my God. I would have slowed down. I wouldn't have been what in a- such a rush to get out. I mean, I get why I wanted to get out because... Yeah, you didn't want to live under the rules. Yeah, because, you know, mom was like, curfew's at 2 o'clock, and then I come strolling in at 3, 4, and then... Yeah, you had a curfew at 2? Nigga, what the hell? My, you had it easy. How, I had it easy. You had it easy? Yeah. No, cause, no, I didn't, because Leah didn't have a curfew. But Leah's parents was 85 when she my was... Parents, <laughs> my parents... Mom and daddy was old, too. You see, so it was probably Pearl that was toughest on you and not yep. your daddy. Nope. Daddy was just like, whatever. It's, I remember sticking so, out the window and going to faces. Oh, see, I wasn't that brave. I didn't sneak. I was a now, dude. But, but I would I would leave the house in one outfit and go to uh, Leah's house Somebody and change something else. Yeah. Yeah. Or, go, or go in Stephanie's closet and put on one of her outfits. Oh my God! And Stephanie had a litany of choices, didn't she? Yeah, yes, yeah, she did. Cause saved my life one night. Oh my God! Did yes, I ever she... tell you that story about Stephanie? I don't think so. One night I was at uh, Faces, and one of my homies that I was with had beef with some nigga, and I just happened to be with this nigga while he was having beef with another nigga. Nothing really came out of that because it was just words and shit, niggas being niggas. I'm sitting at the bar. This is like a few nights later, maybe a week or so after the fact. I'm sitting at the main bar at Faces. And this same nigga walks up on me. Nigga said something like, hey, you was with such and such and such. Hey, man, whatever, man. I'm just trying to enjoy my Hennessy, nigga. This is back when I was drinking Hennessy strong. Just trying to enjoy my drink, nigga. Got on some over to shit. I see about two, three motherfuckers sizing me up from my right. And, then, and, you know, niggas was getting dead in faces like every other week. Yes, but well, so, we still went. But we still, what the fuck was wrong with us? Just being like moths to the flame. Fuck it, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to so, be lit. <laughs> oh, faces going to be the joint. It's going to be the yeah, yeah. So Stephanie come walking in. Hey, cuz, what's going on? I was like, what's up, Steph? And I explained to her, I was like, hey, man, I got these niggas over here checking me. Blah, 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 blah. I got to get the fuck out of here right now. One thing I'll say, you pay attention to your energy and your intuition. Pay attention mm-hmm. to that shit. Because if you don't, death or jail. And mm-hmm. every time I just pay attention to it, I either ended up in jail or I had problems with some niggas that I had to deal with. Steph looked over and she's like, oh shit. Like she seen what was happening too. And she was like, mm-hmm. oh shit. Me and my cousin Stephanie, you should have seen her running her ass off in her little stiletto heels. I ain't never <laughs> seen that. that motherfucker was booking. Mm-hmm. We got fuck up out of there quick fast i love stephanie daniels to death for that for the rest of my life you be amazed that you can run in some hills i ran from t- a do- i ran from a dog in some hills <laughs> like your life depended on it <laughs> click, click, it click, did click. it did i was doing some marketing and this dude let his little pit bull out let it go well he didn't know i was walking by oh and i heard and i was i ain't got I'm like, so these movies with these females falling in the hills is a lie. Because if you if you scared enough, oh, you can run in some hills. 
But you say you find that balance. Oh, you are the you are grease lightning. You find that balance, bitch. Yeah, yeah. Are you on that keto diet? I am not. Okay. Because that's not realistic. So nope. <laughs> she said, "Some bullshit, no. day." I, don't fuck with that. I, I I did the South Beach diet for two weeks. Lost ten pounds. As soon as they tell you to add on stuff, the weight came back on. I said, "See, so you're telling me?" So just I can't stay have, on the part. Stay on the part that that, that keeps you I, losing it. I can't have no corn, no bread, nothing white or yellow ever in life. No pasta, no bread, no nothing ever. That's the only way I'm gonna lose weight. Bull crap. Bull crap. It's called moderation. It is moderation, and it's more fruit. Do you eat a lot of fruit? I do eat a lot of fruit. <laughs> I really forgot how tall you was until you came to Indy. I was like, this dude needs to come yeah. down a couple notches. Why? Well, oh, I really? forget you that tall. <laughs> I know I'm a midget. I'm, I'm, no, you're I'm, not a midget. You're just short. You're, a midget is shorter than you. You I'm, are. I'm 5'3". You low to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are a low rider. <laughs> it was messed up for the longest yeah. I thought I was 5'4 and then I thought then I was a doctor and no, then I thought I was 5'2 in oh. Indy that's what the doctor said and then when I moved here I got measured they said 5'3 I said you know what somebody need to <laughs> <get> out somebody <laughs> need to let me know how tall I am cause you are a little one. I'm between 5'2 and 5'4 so I'm 5'3 you are a little one yes. I'm small and my, my but you cute. You are so beautiful. You know what? Don't. don't. You are. Perfect. You, you sound like my kids because they be like, "Mom, you so adorable." I'm like, first you of all, are. I will punch you dead in the chin." Because <laughs> <laughs> that's where I'm at. That's where I can reach you at. And your dog on Why you? <laughs> Why are you so aggressive? Um, they, you know, they just complimenting you. No, Joel. no, they being so. funny. Cause we'll be like, cause we be in church and you know you stand up to dismiss and they'll look to my end and they'll be like, oh mom, you just so tiny." I'm like, "What the? You know what?" Hold what? on, your kids is dis- are your kids towering over you? Yeah. Damn, it's baby, it's fine. You know what though, my middle son mm-hmm. Levi. Oh my God, that motherfucker! He's 14 and look at me in my eyes like, oh my really? God. Oh, he tall as hell, and that—that's what's scary. You fourteen and look at me dead in my eyes. Just I'm 18. six four. I'm six four, Bill. You six Just, four? Six four. Ate all your weedies. Every last one of them, and the raisins. <laughs> and ate the raisins. Cause it's like one day they're at your waist, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, why we, why we eye to eye? Cause you know, cause, cause, <laughs> when did that happen? Yeah, you know, I had gr- mostly girls and one son, so I'm doing. I used to be able to do their hair, and they stand in front of me, and I just fix their little beret or whatever. Blah 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 now blah. Step ladder. Now I was like, no, nah, sit on the floor. <laughs> no, sit down. You need to sit down on lay the down, floor. Man. Just lay down. <laughs> <laughs> sit on the floor between my legs, and then I can hook right. you up. You too right. tall. What the heck? Right. That's some wild shit right there, boy. Now, Man. the mistake that we make and can make as parents, and a lot of us make this mistake, and I've been trying to be very conscious of it, you you see yourself in them, and you think that they're variations of you, and yeah, you got your genome floating around in there, but these people are their own entities. They're their own right. person. 
Right. So what as what we need to do as parents is teach them how to be good human beings. Not mm-hmm. so much be like me. Don't 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 take on my old bad habits and my old teachings and my old fears and 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 and, and bullshit insecurities you know? and all that. Mm-hmm. All that. Don't do that. Be better than me, please. Mm-hmm. Be much. Better I actually told. Yeah, my oldest, because she was like, Yeah, I told my friend I was following in your footsteps. So I said, Don't do that. Nah, don't do that. Yeah, I said, don't, don't, follow don't, don't follow my footsteps because uh, that was, that was, nah, because it was rough. Yeah. Don't, oh, yeah. don't, no, don't do better than me. Don't be me. Be better than me. Yeah, please, Lord, be better than me, mm-hmm. man. And listen to and what I'm trying to tell you. Please. Thankfully, I set the bar low. <laughs> <laughs> I set the bar low for mine. Like, look, dog, no, you can do this much better than I did. Yeah, you, know, you know, it's I got so many uh, skeletons in my closet that I don't think my children are actually skeletons. ready to hear. And when you say skeletons, do you mean bones or do you mean whole bodies? I got bodies. I have some toes, some fingers, I got bodies. I got some skulls, okay. some arms, some some, mm-hmm. some spines. I have a little bit of all that. I got whole cadavers. And the older they get, and the older I get, the more I'm like inclined to share some of those skeletons with them without yeah. freaking them completely out. Well, no, 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 no. And see, I think that that humanizes us as parents because I do the same. I do the same with Tyler. I do the same with, you know, like age appropriate, obviously. Right, right. Like, yeah. But like with Xavier. Uh, Shoddy, Tyler, with all of them, I've tried to be honest with them about some of the things in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, tried to open up to them and show that, you know, we are human and there's mistakes to be made. Mm-hmm. But you learn from those mistakes and try not to repeat them. Um, we're not, you know, because sometimes your kids can look at you like some sort of divine entity. Mm-hmm. And that could be so further from the truth, you know, and it's just the bullshit. Wow. So, you just try and, to be and that's something I try to let them see too. I'm like, yes, no, your mama man. love going to church. Yes, her playlist mm. is probably more gospel than anything else. Yes, you know, she will pray in a heartbeat. But your mama's human. That's the thing. We are human. And we are see, first. we did not get that growing up. We didn't get that we did. these church folks were human. They looked like they were like you said, supernatural beings that never made a mistake. Beings, right. so, when they, they, so when they made a mistake, it was so jarring. You didn't, know how, you didn't know how to process it. That's right. You did and, not and, and that was the mistake. And that <clears throat> is the mistake that... A lot I, of church folks that, make. Yeah. They forget to be like, uh, yeah, every now and again, if I stub my toe, a word is going to fly out. Like, oh, shit. It's not a scripture. It's not. It's not. No. It's not a it verse. Not, it it's ain't not, not, a not a Proverbs coming out no, my mouth. it's not a verse. <laughs> hey, so I got one more question, then I'm going to let you go. Okay. You ready? Nigga. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> What? What is the question? <laughs> if you could pick any theme song when you walked in the room, what would it be? Any theme song? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that's a question for you right there, too. Immediately what popped in my head, if I'm being honest, is uh, that old Red Fox, that Sanford and Sons. That's Get out of here. Shut I, up. That's, 
Yes, sir. Why pitch you walking in sideways? <laughs> oh my God, that's that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that's it right there. You know boy. What that fits you like? I don't know what. Oh, like a hand <laughs> in the club. That fits you. Oh, shut up. That's fine. I do love that. And the and here's the thing: the fact that that popped in your head—that's your truth. Immediately, too. Like, as soon as you said theme song, what theme song? Red Fox, San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Mm. That's why you my dude, I swear. Likewise, Sugarfoot. Likewise. <laughs> Quick shout out to my homie Demetrius for doing this interview. And if you would like to be featured on Worldly Church Girl, click the link below and submit your suggestions. And if you want to stay updated, make sure you subscribe. And thanks again for listening to Worldly Church Girl.